Hey, Dad, can I get a dollar, please? Just, just a dollar. A dollar? A dollar? Man, I got you. Come on. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Gray. And Bizzle. And we are in the house on a wonderful Wednesday evening. A little bit later in recording. It's been a busy, uh, we had a busy weekend. We had, a, you know, um, things to take care of earlier in the week. But we wanted to make sure we deliver the goods because the people are crying for the podcast. They're like, where you guys at, man? I was looking forward to you on Sunday. Where you at, bro? We're right here. We're doing our thing. So welcome again to Dad, Can I Get a Dollar podcast. Um, again, you can email us at dadcanigetadollar at gmail.com. Send us your email. Or send us your email with feedback. Also, subscribe on Google Play. Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and Anchor. So that's where you can listen to us. You can find us. Send us a five-star review as well. We love to again to get your feedback. We are, um, you know, want to give you a shout out as well. So if you send us an email or you give us a five-star review, we will give you a shout out because we appreciate you. You know, you're taking time out of your day to listen to us. So again, we appreciate it. But Bizzle, man, what's been going on with you, man? How has your week been so far? How's your weekend? You know, did anything special happen, you know, this past Saturday? You know, I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe getting gifts and cake and food and, you know, games. I'm just saying, did anything happen on, you know, this past week? I'm just saying. Yes, I had my birthday. Yeah, it was very exciting. Yeah. Very excited. So my guy, my dude, my son celebrating his birthday uh, on Saturday. We had the party. His birthday was on uh, when last? May uh, 12th. No, yeah. The 12th was Saturday. But his birthday was on May the 9th. And so that's during the week. Um, just did something small during the week, nothing, nothing big. But Saturday is when we had the uh, celebration, the big party at Dave and Buster's. Oh man, it was a nice uh, get together. Um, food was really good. Tons of games. Bizzles, uh, friends and family came through. It was a wonderful time. I mean, Bizzle. I mean, what was it? What was it like for you, man? Give us the give us the the, the details, bro. Like, how was it for you as the birthday guy, the birthday boy? You know, seeing all that love you got. Uh, it was very exciting for about the first thirty minutes, but then I basically played everything, and my card started freaking out on me. 
So I kind of got bored, thirsty, and tired a little bit. So uh, at Dave and Buster's, you got a a, a card, like an unlimited card. We had a card where you could play certain games until your points ran out. But also on that same card, you could play a different games that were uh, unlimited. So you ran out of the uh, the points for the for the games with with uh, the green indicator, but the blue the games with the blue indicator were unlimited. So you you had a you had so much fun that you you basically blew the card. Yeah, like wasn't that a blue card? It's like I kept putting it in, but it kept not working. Yeah, sometimes those readers are hard. And you got to make sure you swipe it, you know, correctly. So it can go through. But uh, what else about the the celebration that you you know that you enjoyed and and some of the things that that went on that transpired? I finally played Dance Dance Revolution for the first time in my life. I have to say I'm never doing hard mode again. I'm just not doing it. I can't do it. I have to grow four feet. <laughs> Why? It's, that, that Dance Revolution is. I mean, those guys are getting it. I mean, there was a. Uh, I think it was a dude that played before us, but he was sweating and, and everything. Like they take this thing serious. So you was getting it too, my guy. You was uh you was doing your thing. That was easy mode. Right? That was easy mode. Didn't you have a partner? Uh yes, Maya. Maya, yeah, Maya's your partner. Um and you get more points with partners or what how was it? Um you don't really get more points with partners, you just it's just competition. Competition. So it's like you get a workout, you're trying to follow a routine, you're having fun. Like you had you had all that going on, right? Yep. 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 So uh what else about your party that, you know, made it very exciting? I got a Nintendo Switch. What? New gift alert, new gift alert. A Nintendo Switch, man. Tell tell us about the Nintendo Switch, man. Like that's some that's the latest game console game console that's out, man. That's hot. Uh, it's it's very it's very it's very good. What makes it very good? Just about everything about it, from the menu. Uh, uh, can you please get a uh, custom backgrounds, please? I'm still waiting for that. Oh okay. <laughs> and. Were you surprised when you got it? Yes, very. Did you? So you were not expecting the Nintendo Switch, is that right? Yep. So in essence, instead of "Dad, can I get a dollar?" it was more "Dad, can I get a Nintendo Switch?" And Dad came through with a Nintendo Switch. Is that right? Yeah. You know I'm keeping a tab of all of this, bro. You know. I'm keeping them running tabs. Do you even know where my birthday money is? Uh, no, you have your birthday money, not me. Mom never gave it to me. You got it. Uh, we gave it back to her. Oh no, that means it's all the way in Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> yeah, you got birthday. You got cash, gifts. You got Nintendo Switch. What else you get? I got an Amiibo. A what? An amiibo. What's that? It's like a figure that you scan onto your switch and then you get stuff. 
Oh, okay, okay. Do you feel like you got everything that you that you wanted? Uh, yes, there are some things that were missing, but I think I could get them in the future. Okay, is there anything else you want? I mean, you got pretty much. I mean, is that is that is that is that a new console? No, it's, no, it's not that. Okay, okay. So overall, your birthday party, the celebration, how was? It? It was good. It was very good. Very good. As he yawns, yeah, it was good. It was all right. This dude was super excited. Don't let don't let him fool you. He was super geeked up. But you know, we're just so thankful that we can have a uh, a good celebration. Family, uh, like I said, family and friends came through. Uh, special guests came through. You know, shout out to uh, uh, all the. Uh, compadres from your class that came through and uh, they were running around. You would not understand the energy level of these kids. They were on 10 as soon as I handed them the cards to play the games. They were running around hopping from game to game but they had a really good time and just to see their smiles and laughter. You know, it's all worth it. And, uh, you know, as a parent, you know, you get to sit down and talk with the other parents, and they're so grateful for you doing this. It's like, thank you. I can drop off little Jimmy and go to the mall. I'll be back. Okay, bye. <laughs> so I think it's like we were part daycare, part birthday party celebration. So I think the other, I think the parents really appreciate it. It's like, thank you. We get to get out of the house, but it's all good because we will. Um, you know, when they have their birthday party, we'll do the same. We'll drop a manual off and bizzle off and, and be like, hey, see you guys at 2 o'clock. Bye. Beep, beep. Zoom, skirt, skirt. That'll be us. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the birthday uh, boy's recap of his uh, his party, his gifts that he, uh, that he received. So, you know, um, he will have another request. So it's not like it's over. Uh, he already asked me for another game for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that we will get with our Best Buy gift card. Yes, a, a Best Buy gift card that one of his uh, friends gave him. So it helps defray the cost. But still, those Nintendo Switch games are like, they're higher. Like, they're like 60 bucks and stuff. Uh, but I did sign up for like a membership card. So now you can get them for... $59. Yeah, like the game. What is it? GameStop, the little... Uh, let me go check real quick. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. He's going to go back and check that. But it's... As he rummaged through... What is it called? It's like the Game Pro membership or something. Power Up members. Power Up membership at GameStop. Uh, so you sign up for this year membership and you get uh, discounts on the games. You get coupons. You get you know, little gifts. You get extra when you trade in games. You get extra money and stuff. So, all of it's part of the of the gig. You know, I understood. I saved like seven bucks by signing up uh, for it because I had to get Odyssey. What was the game? Mario Odyssey, right? Yep. There's a game. So, you know, you can't just get the game without a cost. You know, without a 
you can't get the console without a game, so we got to get uh, Odyssey. So um, that's the one that he wanted. Um, but yeah, very pleased. Uh, party gifts. So he's doing good. He's living the life. He's living the dream. Because back in my day, you know, as he rolls his eyes, <laughs> all I had was my imagination and outside. <laughs> what are you talking about? You had a nest. I did. That is true. You know how this is what people do. They always exaggerate and make it worse than what it really was. Um, like I said before, I had a Nintendo. I had a Sega Genesis. Boy, my homeboy across the street, he had a Super Nintendo, so we were not we were not bad off. We were we were okay. So but I like to mess with you and say, Hey, I had it so hard, but I'm real thankful for what I had. And this guy is very thankful. You are thankful, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I mean, you can say, you know, thanks, Dad. Thank you, Father. Father. You can say this in front of a national, international audience. That I have the greatest dad in the world, right? You can. I have the greatest dad in the world. Woo! And I did not coax him. And, I actually did coax him, but you know. Well, I'll say it loud and proud. I have the greatest son in the world who wants stuff all the time. Woo! But it's worth it, though. That's my guy. Um, but yeah, celebration. We'll do it again uh, next year. May the ninth, so it'll be here before we know it. But now let's dive into um, our next discussion: NBA Conference Finals. What's up, guys? This is your boy Gray and Bizzle, and we are back to discuss the conference NBA uh, championships. We have the Warriors versus the Rockets. The Rock, uh, the Warriors have a 1-0 series lead right now, and going over to the Eastern Conference. We have the Boston Celtics versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Celtics are up 2-0 in their series. Uh, Boston won last night uh, to take a commanding 2-0 lead. Um, LeBron James had 42 points, uh, 10 rebounds, and 12 assists in last night's game. 21 points in the first quarter, 
and it still was not enough. I don't know if LeBron has enough help. Kevin Love poured in 22 points, 15 rebounds, solid effort. But the backcourt for Cleveland scored three more points than Bizzle and I. Only three more points than Bizzle and I. And we were both at home uh, on the couch in our living rooms watching the game while George Hill and J.R. Smith provided three points. And I'm sorry, folks, if your starting backcourt gives you three points in a conference finals, that probably is going to spill a disaster. And that's what it was. It was a disaster. You got to have more help than that. You got to have more contribution from your starters. Uh, Tristan Thompson had eight points, seven rebounds. Uh, I thought he played with some energy. He played with some um, sense of urgency. Um, and you got to have that, you know. But um, it really was um, a lack of, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to question the effort. You know, I think they all play hard. They were leading at halftime, they were by seven. But that third quarter, um, I think uh, Boston, uh, you know, overcame the deficit, made a run, and you couldn't get any more out of LeBron. He actually got hit in the neck by Jason Tatum, uh, kind of um, took him out for a little bit. He came back into the game in the third quarter, but, you know, you, you could tell it kind of bothered him a little bit. Uh you know, but they, they just need more. Uh, I guess another highlight was Kyle Corver. He was he was good in the first half. He had 11 points, but you didn't see him in the third, you know, in that pivotal third quarter. Um, and that may be because, you know, they wanted for they wanted a better defensive matchup. And it's tough with Corver out there with those young forwards that Boston had, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, but, you know, you you know you didn't have anyone else providing offense. You know the Cavs had three uh, individuals. You know with double digits, like a, like we said before, LeBron James with 42, Kevin Love with 22, and Kyle Korver with 11 in the first half. Now counter that with Boston, with a balanced uh, scoring effort, you had uh, Morris with 12 points, Al Horford with 15. Jason Tatum with 11, Terry Rozier with 18, and Jalen Brown with 23 points. That's your starting five, all you know, giving you double-digit um, points. A balanced effort like that, one man can't beat that. That is, that's a lot to ask. He's King James, but you know, if you got your starting five all with double digits, and you only have two guys with double digits in your starting five, for, if you're the Cavs. That's a lot to overcome. And then on top of that, the bench play, you know, you had Marcus Smart, who was all over the court, energy, great effort, defensive plays, getting on the floor, um, hitting open shots when he had it. He scored 11 points. He had nine assists. He had five rebounds. But most importantly, he had that dog in him. He had that fight. You know, he was not going to let his guys go down. He wasn't going to let his guys get pumped. When J.R. Smith fouled uh, his, you know, Al Horford on the 
on a drive to the basket, and uh, he went right into Jr.'s face and 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 pushed him and like, yo, we're not gonna have that. You know, he it was a it was a bad foul, Jr. You know, he you know Al Horford was um in the air and he just pushed him. You know, you just, you just can't do that because he get hurt. But Marcus Smart, he was all over the court and he you know had his guys back, and that's one thing that I see with Boston. Um, they are a scrappy, tough bunch. They play hard. They play together. Um, they play defense. They, those guys are rotating. They they contesting shots. Um, I think there was a stat where uh, Cleveland, you know, they had maybe twelve open looks, like nine contested, twelve nine contested shots. I think it was. So even when you know Cleveland is is you know running their offense and getting their shots up, it's still a hand in their face. There's someone rotating, there's someone you know up in their chest, and that is you know that's a lot to overcome if you don't have that same effort on you know from the other end. You know Cleveland's defense you know wear it down, um, open looks that they were giving, and those guys from Boston hitting shots. So. Kudos to uh, to Boston. They held serve. They won their two games at home. Uh, Cleveland goes back home. They have a couple of days to think about adjustments and what you know. How will they come back? You know, what type of uh, effort will they give? Will Boston try to put their uh, foot on their neck? Because you got them on the ropes, and we've seen in the playoffs. You know, it can turn one back, one bucket, one possession, maybe can spur, you know, a shift. And, you know, the next thing you know, guys are clicking. And Cleveland has shown that they are capable of that. So it's like you can't doubt LeBron, but, man, he has a tough hill to climb. But we will see. We'll see. Bizzle, what are your thoughts, man, on this series? I know I've kind of uh, talked about it for a little bit, but what are your early thoughts, you know, with two games in? What are your thoughts? I honestly think it will be nice to see Boston in the um, finals for once. It's been a long time since they've actually been in the NBA finals, so I think it will be cool if they actually got a chance to be in it. Yeah, they you know, they had a run with the big three, with Paul Pierce and KG and um, Ray Allen and Rondo. Um, that was a nice run that they had um, in – they were able to transition from that big three to a building a you know uh, building a team from draft picks from trades and still winning and, and now you have a, a team that is really set up nice for the future for for right now and the future you know so they if they do make the finals with this current squad it's a big achievement for them. It's like they're ahead of schedule. Um, and if they do face the Warriors, I think it would be a, a, a tough little series. I don't I don't know if they would win, but um, the way Cleveland is playing right now, I mean, if you want a better matchup, you probably want Boston. But if you want the entertainment value, you want the the you know the king going against his greatest foe, and will he be able to 
you know, performer, you know, you know, a mass, uh, you know, uh, you know, just over the top performance to lead them. You know, if you want to see that, then I guess you want Cleveland to win. But I don't know, man. It's looking tough, but you never know. Uh, but switching gears, you know, to the Western Conference, I mean, I hate to sound like this, but we've already basically put the Warriors in the finals after one game. They looked, uh, they looked okay. Uh, Houston was uh, in that first game. They came out hot. Uh, Harden was buckets. Chris Paul getting his buckets. But even still, you know, the Warriors were right there, hanging in there. And in the third quarter, you had that seven-foot, you know, monster in Kevin Durant. He decided to just take over. And you don't have an answer for that, you know. Um, Curry was hitting his shots. Klay Thompson hitting shots. Draymond all over the floor. Uh, When those guys are engaged, when those guys are, you know, Playing for something now, <laughs> you see why they are the best team. They had to, you know, just make it through the season so they can get to this point. It's kind of like a, a talented student who's in class and they're just like, you know, I'm I'm just here. You know, I I know I have to be here, but I'm not really, you know, learning anything right now. That's like the regular season for the Warriors. They like. We've been there. We've done that. Can I get to the finals? Can I get? Can I take my exam? Can I take my AP exam? Can I take my SAT and score? You know, you know, out the out the box. And so that's like the Warriors right now. They're like, okay, finally we can we can do this. We can really show what we got. But Bilza, do you think there's any chance the Rockets can come back in this series? Yes. You do. Why do you believe that? Because. Just how well they've been working with basically two point guards and the same starting lineup, basically. That's true. That's true. But do you think that's enough? <laughs> because Golden State has a lot of ammunition on their side. Okay, then we'll just watch. I'm I'm saying it. Rockets will win. I'm just saying it. You heard it here, right here, folks. Bizzle is proclaiming the. Uh, Rockets will win game two tonight. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. He is saying that. So, again, Bizzle is stepping out with his bold prediction that the Rockets will win game two tonight and bring it the series back to Oakland, tied up 1-1. Um, do you feel Houston – can make the changes, make the adjustments to um, frustrate the Warriors? Yes. <clears throat> yes. You do? Okay. Who do you feel needs to have a good game besides – we know Harden and – I mean, and um, CP3 have to play great. Like, that's, that's a given for the, the Rockets to win. But they need someone else to step up. Who is that third guy – that you believe the uh, Rockets need to step up? Either Eric Gordon or Clint Capella. Eric Gordon or Clint Capella, yeah. Uh, Gordon has really struggled with his shot uh, this postseason. Capella has been really good 
uh, this playoffs. Uh, but with this matchup, it's kind of hard. It's like, can they keep him on the floor when the Warriors go small? So, but if he can make his imprint, you know, blocking shots, rebounding, getting those, you know, uh, alley oops from Chris Paul, you know, that he can he can be that third score they need. But I just hope we get a good game. I don't again. Based on what I saw in Game One, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't see the Rockets doing it. But you still have to play the game. You can't walk into any game thinking it's already won. You got to win. You know, God forbid an injury occurs, that can switch. You know, ask the San Antonio Spurs. You know, last season they were right there, Game One, and then all of a sudden Kawhi gets hurt, and those ramifications are still being felt. You know. This season, so we will see, man. But oh, that was that all of a sudden. We all saw Zaza. He's he's <laughs> he should be banned from the NBA. Oh, he, he, yes, yes. Uh, it wasn't. I, I, I meant all of a sudden, meaning like you didn't know it was going to happen. Like the game was flowing. It was like in the third quarter of that game, and then he gets hurt. That's what I meant by that. But yes, Zaza did. Um, uh, some say make a questionable play on that. So, you know. He's not the most well-liked player in San Antonio, probably, <laughs> or ever. <laughs> I don't think he can uh, get a free meal in San Antonio um, because of that play. But that's what I'm saying. You never know. You got to play the game. Um, you know, you still you feel like you still hurt by that. Yeah, yeah. It was tough. It was tough. I believe they could have won that series. You know, I <laughs> – you, San Antonio, again, they have a great program. You have a, a superstar in Kawhi, great coach. They could have done it. it, it that's one of those, um, one of those, you know, things that we, we would never get the final answer to. What if Kawhi did not get hurt? What would that series look like? And then, if San Antonio makes it. Does Cleveland take care of business and win that? And then LeBron, you know, wins his second title, you know, in Cleveland. Like, it's, man, it's amazing how one little uh, play can affect, you know, NBA history. So we'll never know. So, again, that's why you got to play the rest of these games because something can happen and alter the course of history. So we're going to tune in tonight and, and check out the Rockets and the Warriors and, See if Bizzle's bold prediction. It's not really bold. I mean, Houston is a good team, so it's not like they are the bad news bears or anything. But um, let's see if they can get that game tonight and uh, make this thing a series. So that's our NBA conference talk. Bizzle providing the TNT ESPN analysis. I think they should hire you, bro. What you think about that? Uh, no. You know, man, they pay good money. Oh, okay. Oh, now he signs up. <laughs> but uh, again, we will see. Hey guys, and we're back to Dad. Can I get a dollar? It's your boy Gray. Hey, Bizzle. And wanted to talk about what. 
it is like being a kid in 2018. I wanted to get Bizzle's uh, insight, his perspective. He is a kid, and he's a very um, smart young man. He's a very observant young man. Um, so I wanted to dive into, you know, growing up in this digital age, growing up uh, with all the challenges that, you know, you may face as a young kid now in this world and, you know, what it's like. Because my childhood is different than yours, you know? You know, I'm a little I'm a little bit older than you. Is that safe to say? Yes. <laughs> yes. But, um, and there's certain things that, you know, that I experienced in my childhood that's not, uh, it's not going to be the same as, as Bizzle's. So, and how I view it, I can't, I can't just look at it under the lens of okay, this is how it was when I was young, um, because it's a different time. It's if it's a different um, way to look at things. It's a different way to acknowledge that there's a better way to do things. You know, uh, when I was young, it was like, well, you need to, you need to. Um, be tough. You don't need to show no emotion. But in retrospect, there were times where you do need to show your emotion. You need to have an outlet. You need to have a a safe space to, you know, to release your feelings and be yourself. And you need to be yourself regardless anywhere. But as a young kid, you may struggle with that. And instead of holding that in, finding a way to release that and to and to to be in a uh, good space for yourself so it's not coming being harmful for you um but bizzle just in general what is it like being a kid in 2018 and what are some of the things that you have to face and what are some of the things that you enjoy being a kid in 2018 uh i'm sorry my crown it's my celebrity so uh, can you say those questions again i forgot them I was saying, uh, as a kid, what is it? What you know? What is it like being a kid in 2018? What are some things that you you know face? Um, what are some challenges that you face as, as a kid? And what are some things you enjoy? You know, being a kid. Uh, well, what it feels like to be a kid in 2018 is well, you want to understand what I mean, but it just feels normal. Like okay, it's like. You know, everybody has headphones. You know, everyone's going to concerts. You know, uh, nobody goes outside anymore. <laughs> and uh, what makes me enjoy being living in 2018 is get some more communication. It's like you don't have to walk eight miles just to get to school. Get, then you get back. Then you have to wait. Then you don't have to. Walk another mile just to get to your friend's house. The access, so it is. It is you feel like it's for us. The communication allows us to, to have access to our friends more easily. You know, with cell phones and uh, computers and instant messengers and gaming networks and stuff. You can, you know, you know, here's my gamer tag, bro. You know, you can interact that way. Um. What's the what's the hardest thing about being a kid? Hmm. That's hard. It depends on who you ask. 
I'm asking you. Um, hmm. No, I really don't know. I really don't have an idea of what's the hardest thing to go through in 2018. But okay, what's some things that that you feel like, man? It's tough being a kid. I wish I was older. For you. Uh, definitely, my classes. They feel like I'm gonna learn. Like I'm gonna actually need like 10% of the stuff that they're teaching me. You know, I think that is a universal thought as as a kid. You're like. Why am I in school learning this stuff? When is it going to be useful in my life? And I, I get that. I understand that. Um, like, why am I going to learn the Pythagorean theorem? You know, why do I need to know that this is a, uh, you know, a Sosceles triangle? Why do I need to learn that uh, this microorganism can, you know, I, what is this, you know, what is this for? I don't get it. Um, I would counter, I would say the critical thinking that you have to apply to learn those different lessons and subjects in school, you still need to develop, you still need to use critical thinking in just your everyday life. Just think about the decisions you have to make uh, in your life and the factors that you have to consider and you want to uh, be able to break it down like do I really need to? Um, do I really need to use this piece of information that I'm getting? Like we're being bombarded with information, you know, overload. But being able to pick out the right information that you need, rely on your experiences or experiences of others, and then make a good decision that's going to be beneficial to you. Like that takes time. That takes it's a skill to that. It's a level to that. So you know, that's what I would say too. You know, just to. Just being a critical thinker, period. You know, that's why you hear me, you know, being very, um, you know, very um, staying on you about, you know, make sure you read, son. Make sure you um, make sure you think about, okay, what, why am I doing this? Is this a good choice? Because our choices, you know, impact us. You know, we are like the sum total of our decisions that we make. You know, and we want to make good decisions and you got to have those good habits. Uh, you want to develop good habits as a child. You know, you want to develop, you know, good study habits. You want to develop good habits of treating people with respect, learning that um, I'm going to have a certain attitude. I'm going to carry myself a certain way. You know, that all carries into adulthood. You know, what do you think? Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's uh, okay. I guess I kind of understand it more now. Even though I don't think why I need to learn too much about critical thinking, because mm -hmm. of that, there are a lot of things that need critical thinking. What do you mean? Like I'm not sure if a lot of job applications say you need critical thinking. Well, you do because if you let's just take an example of job. Like if you work for a company and they have gizmos that they have to push out, right? So the problem is one of their suppliers is not able to provide the number of you know gizmos that you need to get to your customers. How do you fix that? How do you solve that? You know, that takes, you know, 
they have meetings on meetings on how to resolve that, how do you fix that, you know? Um, so it can be tough. But yeah, I've, you know, the main thing is we got to have critical thinking skills. I feel like school gives that structure to do that, but we also can have critical thinking in other areas too, life experiences, you know, being able to handle different situations. Like how do I you know, make the best decision? What's the best way to resolve an issue? What's the best way to come up with something new? Come up with something inspiring, you know. But let me ask you this, Bizzle. What um what gives you hope? What inspires you as a kid in twenty eighteen? Hmm. That's 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 a hard thing. So what inspires me? Well, I don't really have anything that inspires me except myself, basically. Hmm. Well Self motivation. You like if I want something done, I got I got I gotta do it. I can do it. So you would you say you have a uh, strong uh, confidence in yourself, high confidence in yourself? Sometimes it depends on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like those situations where you don't have the highest confidence, uh, there's room to grow and, and improve in that? Yes. What? Just give us one example. You feel like there's a, a area that you can improve on having confidence. Hmm. Uh. Probably math. Math. Okay. All right. Uh, you have uh, you have shared something that a lot of people can't relate to. Like, man, math is like an area that sometimes I don't have the strongest confidence in. But with anything, you put time in, you put effort in, you seek help, and that confidence will grow once you start saying, oh, I get it. Uh, let me follow this process. Let me write this down. Let me understand the big picture of how this works and understanding like your learning style. Like some people, they need to see it drawn out on the board. Some people need to write it down. Some people need to hear you know, verbally, you know, so it just depends on your learning style and how you can uh, fit it and make it tailor made for you. So I feel you on that. So give me one. So that was one area that you feel like you can get, uh, you know, improve your confidence. Confidence in what is one area where you have like supreme confidence in? Like you are like, I am the man. I am the 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 dude. Like I got this. Hmm. Uh, that's another hard question. Cause I don't really have anything like that. I don't really think. But confidence wise, I'm okay with stuff. I don't. I don't really feel like I have super or supreme confidence over anything, because I just think that'll be like kind of weird. No, it's not weird. What makes it feel like it's weird having confidence? Like it's like you're just building yourself so much, but if you indeed do fail, it's like just like wow. Yes, it does that. It, it that, that does happen. You have confidence in yourself. You build yourself up. And then you experience it, you do it, and you don't get the result that you need. It happens. I've, I've, gone, I've gone through that. But the key is you get back up and you try again. And you still believe in yourself. You still don't give up on yourself. You still try. You still work hard, you know? So I, I understand, man. You're not alone, you know? You're not alone. But my job as a father, 
as a dad is to continue to build you up so you can have confidence in yourself and confidence in what area, whatever area you choose to go into. So, you know, I'm here to build you up, lift you up and say, hey, Bizzle, you can do it. I believe in you. And then you go out there and do it, man. So I'll be waiting for the results when you come back and say, Dad, I did it. That's a great feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Because I've, I've been there, man. I know. And then, and to see you go through it and then come back to me like, oh, man, Dad, it wasn't even that bad. And I'm like, I told you so. And then you smile like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, that's what it's about, man. It's about just putting in that effort, working hard, but never have doubt. Always believe in yourself. If you have that confidence, then you can do whatever you want in the world and you can control your destiny, you know? You're not being controlled by someone else. And I believe that starts with confidence. So I guess out of that, we come away with confidence, man. So being a kid, 2018, one of the you know, things that you deal with is believing in yourself and having confidence. So that's I'm glad we got to that point. I'm glad we, we kind of journeyed to this point. And talking about, like, hey, we all struggle with confidence. We all struggle with self-doubt. But you, we got to build each other up. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I can do this. Because you've done it and you can do it again. You know, so I appreciate you, Bizzle, taking us to that to that spot, man. Like, we, we was on a journey. We made a left turn. And we, we ended up here. So I'm glad we did, man. So thank you. I appreciate you. Do I owe you anything? Uh, yes. Yes, you do. Man, he said that so quick. He said, yes, you do. What do I owe you now? Uh, hmm. Let me think of this. Mm. Well, while he's thinking about that, we're going to go to our next segment and last segment. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your boy Gray and Bizzle, and we're gonna end this podcast with something light, something fun. So, Bizzle, I want to know when we go to Best Buy and you get a new game, I will add. An additional game to the car, my guy. You're getting a bonus game. Yes, sir. I said it. Announcing it live. Bizzle, give me your first reaction. Wow. Just wow. Wow. That's what dad do. Uh, I does this, man. You know? I does this. Is it going to be Switch or PlayStation? I'm gonna say it's gonna be switch. I'm gonna do switch. So okay, okay, I got. I got so Bizzle, he got a 
Best Buy gift card for his birthday. And then uh, he had a game that he, he wanted to get that was going to pretty much pay for the game with that gift card. But on top of that, I'm going to get him another Nintendo Switch game because I'm the dad. He's the son. And he wants stuff. And I kind of spoil him a little bit. And the name of the podcast is Dad, Can I Get a Dollar? So, Dad, can I get a dollar? Dad, can I get a Nintendo Switch game? Sure, I got you, my guy. You're my dude. So he's over here doing a uh, shoot there. He's like, shoot, 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 shoot. Uh oh, is he, he's flossing now. He's flossing. Uh oh, he's getting it. He's flossing. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Dad, Can I Get a Dollar? I uh, really appreciate you tuning in. Please uh, send us an email. Our email address again, dadcanigetadollar at gmail.com. Subscribe on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and Anchor. Um, send us some love, man. Spread the word. Let everyone know that uh, we're having fun over here and come join the party. Next week, we got a great show in, in, in store uh, for you. And my guy Bizzle, he brings you the hot takes. He's giving you the hot dance moves that you can't see right now, but he's still super excited. But um, join us. We'll have a good time. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Hit me on my line.